You're listening to episode 32 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the power of the word no. I'm pretty pumped about this one (laughs) because I think that a lot of us either aren't using the word no often enough or we aren't being discerning in where we are using the word no, or maybe we're saying no to things that we should actually be saying yes to as well. So there's a lot of different areas in in this that, uh, that we're going to jump into. And I just want to remind you that I'm also currently accepting applications for my 16 week private one-on-one coaching program, Elevate. And this is, this is a big deal. I'm so excited about this program. Every time I, I launch it, I'm really, really pumped about it. And what I love about the Elevate program is that it's about way more than the food. As, as you know, anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while knows that I don't offer meal plans. There's all kinds of reasons uh, as to why I don't. I'll try and reference old episodes where I've, where I've discussed that a little bit. So it's not just about the food, you guys. This is the thing. It, the problem is we let the food part of it overwhelm us. We go, okay, well, we, we don't know what to, I don't know what to eat. And this hasn't worked. And I've tried this diet and that's not working. And, you know, I feel like maybe uh, this food is making my skin break out or something like that. There's always going to be a nutrition component, but what we really need to get into is some of the limiting beliefs that we have that are holding ourselves back. I mean, honestly, so many of us are truly just allowing our bodies to kind of run the show and we're, we're feeling like we're fighting against our bodies rather than working with them. We are struggling with digestive issues, hormonal issues where we don't even know where to begin to start fixing them. We feel like we're just basically running on a treadmill of life and it's not showing any sign of letting up and we've made changes before and they haven't worked and we feel like we don't have any willpower around certain foods. There's so many different components to this and this is why I've made Elevate of a 16 week program. This is not like a a two week or a 21 day quick fix because we want to set you up for life. I want you to leave this program knowing exactly what to do, exactly how to adapt in certain situations because what, what works for your body right now is not what is going to work for your body forever. But I'm trying to put myself out of business and I don't want you to have to keep coming back and readjusting. Instead, I want to give you the tools that you need so that you know what to do moving forward. When when something comes up, when something kind of shifts, you will know exactly how to make the necessary change that will work best for your unique body. Because what works for you isn't what is going to work for somebody else. So that's why I'm really, really pumped about this because to me, this is the, the last thing that you're going to need to do. This isn't a quick fix. This is something that is going to set you up for the long term and really help you build out your own personal toolbox so that you know what what to do when anything comes up. So the one thing about this program is, is that it is quite intensive. We have, uh, you know, lots of uh, phone calls back and forth. 
uh, pretty lengthy intake forms as well so that I can really get to know you. And it's also a chemistry thing. I mean, we obviously want to make sure that our personalities work really well together as well because we're going to be in such close contact uh, throughout our time together. So that's why it is by application only. I want to make sure that we are a good fit and I would love to hear from you. So I'll make sure to link all of the information to book a call, totally free call, no strings attached there, uh, just to chat, just to see where you're at, um, to see what, what you've tried, what's working for you, what hasn't been, um, and then we will connect and, and we'll, we'll make sure that we're a good fit. So make sure to go check that out over there. Um, it will be linked directly in the in the show notes, also over at uh, roomtogrowpodcast.com. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. So the power of no. And three of three of the first things that came to mind to me when I started thinking about how powerful the word no can be is number one, to use it to enforce your own boundaries, which is really important. Number two, to use it as motivation to get your ass in gear. So when someone else tells you no, you can then use that as your own personal motivation. And number three is when we use the word no to try and hold ourselves back in fear, to tell ourselves that we're not worthy or that we don't deserve to make a change. There's, there's huge power in this word no, whether for better or for worse, there's enormous power in the word no. So let's start with the first one. Let's start with uh, boundaries. I actually have a, a really close friend who is struggling with boundaries right now, their own personal boundaries. And they feel really resentful that they've said yes to so many people for so long that it's now assumed. So now people are calling my friend up regularly, not because they want to hang out, but because they usually want work done or something like that. And my friend is starting to feel really resentful. Like, okay, are, are you calling me because you want to hang out? Or are you calling me just because you want work done? And it's, it's a little bit tricky. And the problem is, is that when we say, yes, over and over and over and over again, even those times where we're not particularly happy about it, or we don't really mean it, people get used to us saying yes. And those people are going to come to expect that. And there's some saying, I, I can't recall who said it, something about um, the only people who, who aren't happy about, about when we put boundaries in place are the ones who benefited from you not having any. And that's a really crucial distinction to make because it's so important when we think about that, it's absolutely true that people only get upset when we put up boundaries because they're used to us not having those boundaries that are preventing them from getting something from us. It, it sounds like kind of a, a pessimistic worldview, and I'm not saying that this is the case all the time, but when we, when we say yes to things, especially if we don't actually really mean that yes over and over and over and over again, and we're not doing enough to protect ourselves, to build enough boundaries in for ourselves and, and really come to expect what we want, that's not going to end up serving us in the long term or anyone else. So that's something to, to really keep in mind. The other side of that is that sometimes I, I have said no too often, especially when it comes to things like, uh, like networking or in-person kind of local business events or gathering, something like that because I'm, I'm a huge introvert and I'm perfectly happy to just <laughs> sit at my computer most days and not talk to many people. <laughs> and I'm really challenging myself to step outside of my comfort zone and say yes to more of those types of events. Even if they make me feel really comfortable, really uncomfortable, those are the kinds of things where I know in my mind that if, if I say no too often to those types of things, 
that's not going to make me feel good in the long run. And being a little bit uncomfortable about saying yes is actually going to benefit me in that particular area. So it's, it's really, there's always going to be both sides of the coin to each of these, but we have to really get clear on what's working for us and what isn't. And when you are saying yes, one of the things that we have to really focus on is, is why are we saying yes, right? In the example that I just gave, it's because I know that it's going to be good for me to, to get more social time, to meet more people, to help build my business. All of these different types of reasons, that's pretty important reasons as to why to say yes. But there are times where no is going to be more important as well. Because when we say yes over and over again to things that, that we aren't super interested in, that can also lead to a lot of self-worth issues too. Like, because then when all of those other people are coming back to us expecting these things, then that goes back to like my friend is, is experiencing me like, okay, well, are you just calling me because you want something or are you calling me because you actually like me as a person, right? That's really tricky. And, and a lot of us have, have backed ourselves into that kind of corner at, at one point or another. And it's, it's a really great learning experience. It doesn't feel great in the moment, but it can be a really, really helpful lesson to learn. So let's go into the second one, which is using uh, no as motivation. So this is kind of like if, if someone else says no to us. I actually saw a, a post on Instagram recently where Mel Robbins, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, she's a, a very well-known life coach, said that no doesn't mean you're being rejected. It means you're being redirected. I love that so much. <laughs> that is the best possible way of thinking about it. Because think about it, how many times when, when, you reflect, when you reflect on your life, have you been told no, and it led you in a completely different direction that you now love? And then when you look back on that, you're like, oh my God, like if that had gone right for me at the time, like, like if I'd gotten the yes at that time, and it had taken me a completely different direction, I wouldn't have had X, Y, and Z happen that I totally love. So there, there's so many instances that I can think of in my own life for this. One of them, and I'm sure we all have these, are several breakups uh, that led me to, several fairly painful breakups um, that led me to dating my current long-term partner. And we've been together almost, almost a decade now. And I wouldn't have ended up dating him if I had ended up with any of the people prior to him that, that I dated before, right? So something like that, I mean, that, that's a little bit more obvious one, but there's also ones like um, when I was getting super desperate to get out of my corporate job, not because my corporate job wasn't a great job. It was, I, I just, I was really unhappy there. And I applied to uh, several different jobs out of desperation to do something, sort of anything different than that particular job. Not because I was even necessarily that interested in them. They just, they sounded good on paper compared to what I was doing at that current time. And that energy sort of translated, I'm sure, in those job interviews where it wasn't that I necessarily thought that it was the best fit. I was just desperate, right? That energy totally translated and I got turned down for all those jobs, which felt awful at the time. I remember crying. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm never going to be able to move on to anything else. But that led me to starting my own business that I love more than any other job that I could find out there. So that's, that's huge. Again, that seems like a more obvious example, but these are things that we forget. When, when we get rejected, when somebody tells us no, that is redirecting us. And it can also serve as huge motivation, like proving someone wrong too. 
So if, if somebody, I actually haven't really experienced a, a huge amount of amount of this. I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to have just so many supportive people in my life, but I know a, a lot of people in my life who, um, have started their own businesses and the people closest to them have said, you know, there's no way this is going to work. Uh, you're, you're crazy. What do you, who do you think you are building an online business, something like that. And that lights a fire under them that no, like I am going to do this. I'm going to prove you wrong. That is powerful right there. That is incredibly powerful. That's when we can use no of somebody else telling us no to our advantage. A hundred percent. It's, it's pure gold. Honestly, when somebody uses no in that way, we can, we can get down about it initially. And then when we start to really think about it, it can almost make us a little bit like angry, right? And, and not that anger is, is a good thing, but it can be enough, just enough to ignite that fire that you can really use to achieve those things that everyone else is saying maybe aren't possible. And you're like, no, no, I've got this. I can totally make this happen. I'm going to do this. Even if we're talking in the context of, um, you know, starting a new way of eating or something like that, or starting a new workout routine. And somebody in your life maybe goes like, oh, you know, the last time you did this, it didn't work very well. I, hopefully no one's saying that to you, but if, if they are, use that. Use that as fuel to go like, no, I'm, I'm going to really figure it out this time. I've got this. I'm totally going to make this happen. So let's move on to the last one, which is fear. And this is when we are using no on ourselves and, and stuffing ourselves down, going like putting, putting ourselves back in that little box going like, no, this isn't, this isn't possible for you. That big, huge dream you have, it's not going to happen. You're, you're not worthy. You, you don't deserve this. Who, who do you think you are? All of those, all of those little voices in our heads that can really start to bring us down. We all have that at one point or another. I, I regularly have to deal with that and, and I usually journal about it or I start taking action in one way or another that, that really puts me back on my power. But there's all kinds of, of things that we tell ourselves no. Think about what your, what your biggest, deepest, you hardly even allow yourself to dream about it kind of fear is. And when you think about that thing, is there that little voice in your head that says no? Like you're, you're not worthy of it. You're, you're not entitled to it. Deserving you, you're going to end up getting bogged down in the how, like exactly how that could ever possibly happen or that there's no way you could ever stick to something like a healthier lifestyle or getting more sleep, working out, drinking more water, whatever it is, whatever that thing is that that little voice in your head is telling you, no, that it's not, it's not possible for you. It's not going to happen for you. And fearing that others won't like you for the word, no, for using the word, no, and putting up those boundaries. That's another big portion of the power of the word. No. One of my biggest fears is not living up to my potential in, in every possible way and being mediocre. It sounds really I don't know, probably cliche. Um, and obviously there's, there's other things like, like health and, and, uh, making sure that the, that the people closest to me are, are healthy and happy and all of those things. Those are obviously really important too. But one of my other biggest fears is not living up to my potential. I was talking to, uh, my girlfriend, Christina Montalvo. Um, she was on the podcast a, a few episodes back. I'll make sure to link it. And 
we were talking about it the other day and we both agreed that that was, that was a big deal to both of us. And, and in order to make sure that that doesn't happen, I have to yield the word no appropriately so that I can stay focused on my big goals without getting sidetracked with things that don't fit into my path to that bigger potential. Does that make sense? I'm not sure if, I, if I'm explaining it very well. So I have to use that word no to my advantage to say no to the things that aren't going to help me get to my, my big dreams, my, my big end of the road things that once I get there, I'm sure I'll come up with 10 more things that I want to do. and It will just continue on. But those are the things where if I said yes to everything, I wouldn't have enough time or energy to stay focused on what I really truly want to accomplish. And, and I'm not always going to get it right either. Like anything, it, it's a practice and it will continue to be no matter what. But would you rather live in fear of the no that you tell yourself and or, or that you believe others will tell you? Or would you rather prove yourself and prove others wrong and use it to your advantage? Because there are always going to be times to say yes, but there's also times to say no. And figuring out when to use each of those is a big part of the puzzle to happiness. In, in my personal opinion, anyway, I, to be honest, I'll probably end up doing a later podcast episode on uh, the power of yes, <laughs> because I read a book uh, last year called The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, and I loved it. I thought it was just a beautiful example of, of saying yes to all of those opportunities that come your way. And that was what she did for an entire year. She said yes to every opportunity, even if she didn't feel like it, even if she didn't want to, even if it didn't you know, necessarily makes sense. She, she made herself promise that she was going to say yes to every opportunity that came her way that year. And it was, she's, she's also hilarious. She's so funny. Um, and I think she's actually the, the writer of Grey's Anatomy, I believe. Um, but she's, she's a riot and I loved seeing that experience through her eyes. And it is a great reminder that, yeah, there are definitely going to be times where we need to say yes more often too. But I think that women in particular are often much more concerned about yielding the word no when it's appropriate, um, especially for things like boundaries and, and things like that, because many of us are, at the end of the day, people pleasers. And we, we don't want to let people down. We want to make sure that everybody's happy. And that often means saying yes when we don't necessarily mean that yes. It, it's not an honest yes. Or when we say yes, it's kind of making us feel shitty and it, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It's not, it's not sitting right because it's not really in alignment with what we want. So this is why I want to talk about the power of the word no, especially first, because I think that we, we need to be more discerning about the word no, but making sure to, to use it perhaps a little bit more often, depending on the situation or using it to light a fire under our ass and use it as total motivation to accomplish what we want to do. There's always going to be a time and place for yeses and for noes, but my, my strong belief is that no at the right times for each of us is incredibly empowering and it can really set us free to live up to our full potential. 
So I hope that that helps. I would love to get your thoughts on this. Actually, if you can uh, jump into the Room to Grow podcast Facebook group, just search uh, Room to Grow podcast, or it is in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. And, and when you have experienced times where you haven't said no, when you maybe wish that you had, or if you've really used the word no to your advantage too, I'd love, love, love to hear about it. So and one more thing, just make sure to book your call with me uh, for Elevate. Don't be afraid to make these calls, guys. I've been hearing from a few people that it, it might seem a little bit intimidating to talk to a coach. And I know I've jumped on, a phone, on the phone with a few women who have been almost a little bit in shock that they're talking to me because they're used to hearing me on the podcast. And a couple of ladies have said like, oh, so, oh, so weird to actually be talking to you because <laughs> I'm used to just hearing your voice on the podcast. And I'm, I'm a real human guys. I am a real human. I promise. I, <laughs> I would just love to have a conversation with you and to get to know you a little better if nothing else. Uh, so I I'd love to connect. And if you want more information on the elevate, uh, program, you can check it in the show notes and you can also talk to me about it as well. Feel free to email me as info at emilygoffcoaching.com or just DM me. I'm over at, uh, at emilygoffcoach on Instagram. That's probably the, the easiest way to reach me. And I'm, I'm just so pumped about this Elevate program because I really want you to feel confident and powerful in your own skin and just glowing inside and out and just knowing exactly what it is that works for your body. Like no more of this confusion and, and stress about what to eat over every single meal. Just figuring out and getting totally comfortable with you with yourself knowing what you like what you don't like what's going to work and not not stressing over over food that's ultimately what it comes down to so i can't wait to connect with you and i will talk to you on thursday thanks so much for listening to the room to grow podcast today all show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com and can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.